Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 107. Hello, my friends. Welcome back for another episode of the Behold podcast. I am so grateful that you are here with me today. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would really appreciate if you would share it with a friend. The best way for people to get to know about about the Behold podcast, about these tools, is for you to share them with them. A lot of women just don't know this. They don't know that we have this ability to manage our minds and what a difference it can make in their lives. And so if you know somebody who's in need of a little encouragement, maybe a different perspective, send them the podcast. All right. I would really appreciate that. Today, we're going to be talking about our dreams and our plans surrounding those. Let's get started with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come and unite us to your sacred heart. Let us see as you see. Let us serve as you would serve and love as you would love. Help your will to be at the front of our minds. And so we can act in the way that you call us to. Be with us in our thoughts and our emotions and our responses to those emotions. Help our lives to bring glory to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as moms, we typically have a plan. We spend time organizing, coordinating, making plans. And then they don't work out the way that we thought. And we're kind of devastated. Why did we put so much work into it when it wasn't going to work out anyway? And then the next time we might cautiously plan. Or we might not plan at all, because what's the point if it's not going to work out? The place I see this most commonly is with our dreams. God puts these desires on our hearts, and we start to go for it. We make a plan. We do the work. And somewhere along the way, the plan doesn't go as planned. At that point, we give up. We must have misunderstood God's call. We must have screwed it up. It wasn't meant to be. And then the next time a dream comes along, we just shut it down. There's no point in dreaming when it won't work out anyway. And that's understandable. Dreaming is vulnerable. When we share a dream with the world, or even if we just share it with a few close friends, we're sharing a piece of our hearts. A piece that maybe only God has seen or recognized. It isn't easy to put that out there. And then when the dream isn't working the way we thought it would, It can feel really scary. We think that others are judging us or they're disappointed in us or maybe even laughing at us. This tender place of vulnerability doesn't want to take that pain. So we step back. We put the dream away for another day and we stop dreaming. Maybe sometimes we take that dream out and look at it, sigh and wonder what could have been, what even might be. But we carefully wrap it back up and we put it away for a better time. But what if now is the time? God puts desires on our hearts for a reason, and just because it's a challenging road doesn't mean he has left us or even changed the path. 
I saw a reel this last week and it was by Neil deGrasse, that scientist. He's a known atheist. And in it, he explains that there have been billions of people in the world and that there will be billions upon billions more people in the world and not a single person is the same as anyone else. This is utterly amazing and utterly proof of how much God loves us. It isn't just a platitude that you're special. God loves you so much and he made you so perfectly unique. He delights in you so passionately that he has given you a mission. He has given you a dream and a purpose. And he doesn't want that just sitting on the shelf. So if you have a dream sitting on the shelf, I want you to pull it out this week and talk to the Lord about it. Ask him if it's time to try again, if it's time to plan and to make progress and to challenge yourself towards this. Maybe he'll tell you that it was, it was a dream for you to work towards, to prepare you for something else or to help you grow in a certain way. Maybe he'll tell you that the time for that dream has passed, but that he'll work, that he'll, that he'll use this and work with you to put it in for good and restore the years that were lost. Maybe he'll share a new dream with you, one that he wants you to boldly chase. Maybe he wants you to go for this dream, the dream that's been sitting on the shelf. Maybe it's time to clasp that dream in your hands once again. No matter what he ends up calling you to, it might require some vulnerability. You may have some feelings to process, but that's okay. You can feel your feelings. You can sit in the discomfort of disappointment. You can sit in the anxiety about putting your heart out there again. These emotions will come and then they will dissipate if you allow them. And after you process those emotions, you'll want to start to get clear about your desire. So often we aren't clear. We just say, I have a dream. Maybe it's the dream of a new home. Maybe we don't get clear what that means. What do we have to do? What needs to change? What would I have to give up? What do I need to add? Using the example of the new home, maybe you have to determine what you want versus what you already have versus what you can afford. Maybe you need to increase your income. Maybe your budget needs to change. Maybe you need to just pray about it. Maybe you need to get a realtor. Maybe you need to get your house ready to sell or a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Maybe you need to look at houses. You're not just going to say, I feel like I'm being called to move and then wait for God to throw a house in your lap. Now, sometimes God does do that. Sometimes he just puts it right out there, easy as can be. But sometimes he asks you to put the work into it. We aren't always clear what that means. So you want to find some clarity. Ask yourself some questions. What does this look like? What will I have to give up so I can get this? How can I do that? And how can I manage my mind around it throughout the whole process? And I also want you to just remember that our plans are an educated guess. We can't know for sure what tomorrow will bring and we don't want to. That's God's place. We don't want to be God. But that doesn't mean not to plan. Planning is so valuable. 
Proverbs 16, 9 says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. This is what we're doing when we make plans. We are making and implementing the plan, but we allow the Lord to establish our steps. When we think about it this way, we can see that changes in our plan just aren't a problem. Our best guess wasn't perfect, but God's way is best. And so these changes, these hiccups, these pauses in our plans towards our dream are not a reason to quit because they're not a problem. We're just going to adjust the plan. And when we have this mindset, then we can make the plan and we can go for our dreams and allow God to establish our steps. Of course, when we do that, we'll be one step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I want to remind you that Behold has so much to offer, so much to offer. So go to my website, beholdyourlife.com and check it all out. There's a lot of free content there as well as other content for you to take in so that you too can be living your life worthy of the call you have received. If you have any questions as you're listening to this podcast, also feel free to email me. I'll stick my email in the, the show notes. I would love to chat with you. And until I see you next week, I will be praying for you. God bless.